1: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code Wondery at That's Byte.com. That's B Y T E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Let's make our let's make our picks. Let's make
2: our picks.
1: We can um, do it. Let's start in the street sixteen of the Greensboro bracket. Give me okay. South Carolina UNC.
2: South Carolina.
1: Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, UNC. I want to give you guys yeah. a case. I don't see one. Um, you can't. I don't see one, especially, especially with South Carolina's presence inside. That's going to be, factor. It may, it, it may not be that pretty. Although Greensboro, it will be really interesting to see the crowd dynamic in Greensboro, the South Carolina mm. fans, the fams, excuse me, the fam tra- travel really well. Uh, UNC is. obviously will have a ton of people there in Greensboro. I will be in Greensboro. So I'm excited to see how that, how that matches up. Um, Fun. That being said, I don't think the all-in-court matchup is going to be as exciting. Sure. South Carolina, moving on. Uh, moving on. There, there she is. We, we lost Chris. Oh, sorry.
2: Yeah, uh, phone call coming in. I need to learn how to block that. Anyway, it's fine. Go ahead. Uh,
1: <laughs> let's go with Iowa State, Iowa. This has become kind of a sexy, sexy upset pick. Um, I, I, I think our simulations actually have Iowa State winning. Where are you going with this one?
2: Well, with Iowa, I mean, like I said, you know, sometimes it takes losing to win. Mm -hmm. And I think because of the rivalry and because of how they lost that game earlier this season, I think Iowa is going to retool and tap in and compartmentalize Mm -hmm. (laughs) and that blinders on and and try to rewrite that whole scenario from earlier this season and that loss that they had.
1: I think it'll be really close. Um, This is just another game where I'm like, Hey, Iowa has the best player on the court. Um, there's only going to be one game and we're going to talk about it in just a second where they're not going to have the best player on the court. And I think that'll, that'll matter um, greatly against Iowa State. And they're going to be yeah. super, they're super amped up too. And that's the other thing is like, when you're looking at these matchups, you know, who's the most excited to, to be there and playing mm-hmm. and, and super um, focused? I think that's going to be Iowa based on what we've seen in the past couple of weeks from them.
2: Yeah. That being
1: said, a lot of people think Iowa State should be the two seed. If Iowa doesn't win that championship game, there's a good chance that Iowa state is the two seed here and Iowa is the three seed. I'm still going with Iowa. Even if it was flipped, I'd still go with Iowa.
2: Yeah, no, I'm going with Iowa for sure. I think, you know, they just have, they have the confidence right now Mm -hmm. winning the big 10 tournament title and the regular share of the regular season title with Ohio state. I just think their, their confidence Mm -hmm. and experience is going to carry them uh, a far distance in this tournament. And I think definitely over, um, Iowa state and, and no shade to them because what a terrific oh, team. team. Yeah, I
1: team. mean,
2: insanely good and already proved that they can beat Iowa. So it's not going to be a close game. I mean, it's not going to be a blowout. Uh, a blowout game. I believe it will be a very close game. If not an overtime situation, buzzer beating situation, but I think the edge will go to Iowa in that one.
1: I agree. I agree. All right. Now we're moving on to our elite eight in Greensboro. And this is going to gonna be the one that breaks Twitter. Um, between, and and we'll see if we had the player of the year announced. I don't know when the player of the year announcement is coming. Hopefully, yeah, it, hopefully it comes after this. Like let's yeah. make it after the elite eight because we're going to get South Carolina, Iowa, Caitlin Clark fans versus Aaliyah Boston fans. Um, tr- it's going to be a really great game. I think, or I could see South Carolina just kind of pulling away, uh, especially in front of a more, a hometown friendly crowd. I got, mm-hmm. I got the Gamecocks winning this one. Um, I just think Iowa's going to have their hands full. A lot size down low and, and the things that South Carolina likes to do and those guards for South yeah. Carolina are no joke as well. I think oh. South Carolina matched up pretty well defensively against Caitlin Clark, so I'm going with the Gamecocks.
2: As much as I hate to say it, I, I just think I think you're right on that, yeah. Gabe, just with Aaliyah Boston inside with Monica Sanano. I mean, two totally different players. I mean, yeah. Boston can stretch out a little bit, um, and has made some threes this year. And not that that's going to be her M.O. and, and the design, but maybe it is to pull Monica Sanano away from the basket, you know, so she's not there for rebounds. Um, I don't know. But we'll see. I think it's going to be really creative. But I also think, you know, Destiny Henderson is going to get mm-hmm. right up underneath Caitlin Clark defensively. Um, and Zia Cook. And Zia Cook. Uh, I think it's going to be interesting to see what that looks like. But there are more weapons than those two players. I think, you know, it's got to be a collective defensive effort from South Carolina. And I think they missed that in the SEC championship game against Kentucky. Mm -hmm. You know, it was down the stretch. They had a 12-point lead with three minutes to go and didn't win. So, and it was because of their defense. Okay. And and understood they missed some chippies and some shots that normally go down. Um, didn't press the panic button, but maybe they should have <laughs> yeah. because they needed, they needed the stops on the other side and Kentucky kept just ice Chipping. picking away yeah. and ended up getting that crazy buzzer beating when off that great play uh, design out of the timeout. But anyway, I just think that, um, it's going to be a great game. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that that game is going to decide who the player of the year is because I think in the weeds is, uh, Melissa Smith, who probably has something to say about it. <laughs> um, but yep. I think a lot of eyes will be on that game because of that. But I, I'm going to go with South Carolina.
1: Yeah, I also think South Carolina is going to be a little bit amped up too because um, I think Lisa Bluter said like they have like 10 All-Americans, so it's easy for them or something. And that's, uh, that's not something you want to say when you're in the same region as South Carolina. That's, and you know Don's going to be hitting that button all the time. They may not have bulletin boards. I don't know if they do bulletin boards anymore, but if they do, it will be up there. Mm-hmm. They have,
2: they have Instagram stories. Yeah. Now. They, that'll,
1: that'll fill up the Instagram Different
2: story. So we have, I don't know. I mean, we have South Carolina.
1: We, have, we both have South Carolina in the final four for the second straight year coming out of the Greensboro regional confetti falls. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> moving on to Wichita. Um, now remind me, did we pick BYU or Baylor?
2: I thought oh, we picked Baylor in
1: that. I mean, do we pick BYU or Michigan? We pick BYU for oh. the, the coin toss. Yes, that was a that oh was gosh. a coin flip.
2: I'd lost the coin toss, so yeah, yeah. I guess it went to BYU.
1: So we went to BYU. The tie, the tie <laughs> went. So the, we
2: say until I see evidence of the coin toss.
1: The 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 law firm of Susano and Clark will be <laughs> contacting you shortly. Um <laughs> sweet, our sweet sixteen matchup in Wichita is Louisville versus Oregon. Um okay. so, this one's tough for me. Be, i'm going here?
2: louisville i think okay. i had louisville on that uh you know on my bracket on that one i just think you know their experience right now mm-hmm. will carry them over the over the hump and not in a blowout fashion that's what i'm saying i don't think any of these games are gonna be blowouts no. i think at this point none of them are gonna be like that i think you, you want close games yeah you know down the stretch you're trying to fight for elite eight final four it's gonna be a close game but I, i'm i'm giving the edge to louisville
1: I agree. Uh, I, I'm going to go with Louisville. Um, if Oregon's, it's just hard to tell where Oregon's at because they've been so injured mm-hmm. all year. So I'm not sure where their chemistry is in terms of just like, knowing where everyone's going to be. You're right. They don't have that tournament experience. I think Louisville is has tournament experience and is very upset mm-hmm. at, at what happened in that conference tournament. Uh, Katie Meyer actually said after beating Louisville that this might push them to be to get to the Final Four. Yeah. I think, um, I think I'm, I'm with you louisville over oregon but oregon may have more talent straight up than louisville Mm. they may um but i just i just going with the cards i think uh i think we'll have a real it'll be a really fun matchup there but i'm I'm going with the cards i'm going with the cards yeah um all right the the sweet 16 matchup on the other side of the bracket for in wichita is byu baylor i'm going baylor yeah i'm
2: going baylor i
1: no, know
2: what did you say what were you going to say
1: I was going to say, I don't think BYU has anyone to stop Melissa Smith. I I think that's true for most teams across the country, but Mm -hmm. I just think in particular, she's going to have, she's going to have a field day here against BYU.
2: Agreed. Agreed. I just think she is just such a monster when it comes to, you know, being Mm. consistent, but also being hungry, you know, like she was national player of the year. I I just think that last year, I just think that she's, she's got something to prove.
1: I I agree. I think, I think they're moving on. So now we have our Elite Eight matchup in Wichita. We have Louisville versus Baylor. Absolute barn burner. I'm This game is like maybe the best one in the Elite Eight, to be honest. I believe no, that. No shade to everyone yeah. else. This game might be yeah. the best game in the Elite Eight. Oh, do you want to make a pick first? you want me to make a pick first?
2: No, you go first, Gabe. I'll go, go first. Go I'm still wheels turning here over here.
1: I, I could see it going either way. And one, I'm going to be honest with you guys. One reason I'm going to take, I'm taking Louisville. And one reason I'm doing that is because everyone's picking Baylor. And I think when you're looking for value in your brackets, if you want to win your bracket pool, one thing you have to do is kind of pick something that's against where everyone else is, even though it might be a little chalky to pick another one seed. I'm going with Louisville. And I think one of the reasons is Emily Angsler is one of, if not the best defensive player in the country this year. Yeah, You will be matched up primarily with Melissa Smith. I think that matchup is going to determine a lot of what happens. I think if Angsler can, can take away some of what Smith does, you can't shut that player down. You can't shut her down. It's not right. going to happen. But if you can take away some of the things she does and Baylor's yeah. three point shots aren't falling, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be a rough day. And I think Louisville has enough talent to do that. I think they will. I, I think they match up really, really well with Baylor. I think Louisville is going to head to the final four.
2: Ooh, we, right. I, I see that. And I, you know, I agree. I agree with defense at this part of the season. I think that's going to be the key. We were talking about um, a Baylor team that lost to Maryland on, a you know, one possession game, lost to Michigan in overtime. And I think in those instances, it was about the defense that was applied by Michigan and Maryland down the stretch. So I think that's going to be a key factor in this game. And I'm going to go ahead and go with Louisville as well.
1: Yeah. And the other thing, the other thing with um, Louisville is like the games they've lost this year to a certain extent have been them like losing focus. Like they lost against the yeah, state. Yeah. Um, they were up 18 in the second half and they lost focus against Miami. Same thing happened. So I don't think that's going to happen when you're in the late eight against a team as good as Baylor. I think mm-hmm. they'll be well prepared. I think they'll be ready for that game. I just think they have, they have the right personnel to beat Baylor. So we're going Louisville in the, their first Final Four since. When when was their last final four?
2: Oh man. I think was we're... that three years ago? Yeah. That code like mess me up. Was it 19?
1: Uh the last one was in 18. So is that my shines
2: Allen? Say it hurt? again.
1: Was that my Shines Allen's uh...
2: uh it was look too right? you. right? mystics reference WNBA around
1: the corner? We we've almost gone through the entire mystics uh this <laughs> I starting lineup. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think I think that was yeah yeah it was her senior year, as her senior eighteen year.
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: Also, good lord, the tape on Myisha Hines Allen in college. I wasn't really watching college basketball then. Good yeah. lord, the tape is incredible. Oh my god, monster,
2: gosh. monster, absolute,
1: absolute beast. Uh, yeah. there at, at Louisville, and so they're they're in their the Final Four from the Wichita region or Wichita Regional right. champions heading to the Final Four against South Carolina. We'll talk about that in just a second. All right, moving back up to the Spokane region. Here's where we're gonna have our big disagreement. Um, well, let's 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 do uh, Texas, Ohio State first. I think we both have Texas.
2: Texas.
1: Yeah, they're both they
2: they both press. It'll be super fun. Huge, and they're huge. I think their size gives them the edge. Oh, yeah.
1: No, they. I I really like Texas, and I think Rory Harmon. You know, we talked about teams not being afraid. I think she might be the least afraid. I mean, anyone as a freshman she comes in and she's just like yeah i'm, I'm doing this i think there's one of those players that rises up at the moment um yeah. i think that team rises up to the moment i think they're really well coached so uh ohio state's great and they do have a chance there but we're going to texas okay back up to yep. the top stanford maryland give me the case give me the case give me tell me how maryland beats stanford
2: with their consistent focus I think they have to play their best basketball because of how strategic Tara Vanderveer is with her chess pieces and mm-hmm. her box, but also Brenda Fries. I mean, Brenda Fries is super you know, strategic as well and, and tactically sound, we've seen that, but I think the application of the game plan will be a key factor with Stanford and Maryland. And I don't know, I'm just thinking about it out loud and, you know, Alumni status notwithstanding here, obviously, I think that Stanford has been the most disciplined of the two teams this season. And not to say that the strategy wasn't correct. The application of the strategy Mm -hmm. has been consistently displayed by Stanford. And I'm sorry to say I can't say the same about Maryland. And that's, and that's not a shady thing. That's just a direct observation, it, but that's, that's the difference.
1: I mean, it's better. I, it. I, I believe I said on the on college basketball podcast that Maryland does not play defense, um, which is not true. That's not true. That was, that was me being uh, uh, for, for uh, dramatic effect. They do play some defense and they've gotten much better throughout the year. Uh, they, yeah. they certainly have gotten much better throughout the year. I do think the discipline thing you brought up though. Here's the thing, right? Uh, we we've said this before, there's mm-hmm. not many teams in this country that have as much talent as Maryland does. Stanford right. is one of those teams, but I still think, you know, Ashley, Owusu, Diamond Miller, and, and Angel Reese make up probably the strongest trio you could make up out of any, any of the players here. I mean, the Cameron Brink, yeah. Haley Jones, Lexi Hall would be your other one on the other side. And I think, I don't think yeah. Hall is as good as is in the same category there. So I mean, you, if they can get one thing, they have to do is they're going to have to get Cameron Brink into foul trouble, and Angel Reese is really good at that. Angel she Reese is. could definitely do that. She could do that. It, 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 and uh, there's the other side of like, well, does does Tari even let Brink get onto Reese? And then how are you getting Brink onto Reese if you're not doing yeah. that? Because that's what I would do if I if I was, if I was Vanderveer. I would say, you know, Brink, you're not don't go, don't get near her. Just cover yeah. someone else. <laughs> Just cover. It. They have shooters that stay on the side. Like we'll we'll give up some stuff on the defensive end to have you in the game. I don't know. I'm just with you. I just think Stanford is so disciplined and they run their offense yep. so well. And they figured it yep. out. They figured it out late in the season how to run it and and not yeah. have not have to have that point guard presence that they had last year. Um, yeah. And Haley Jones has developed her distribution so much this year. Hmm. I, ju- I have a I have a lot of trouble picking Stanford. I do think Maryland has a good chance, though. So are you are you are you picking Maryland?
2: I want to. I want to. Uh, I know Candace Parker um, picked Maryland. You know, Not really I saw her bracket. Uh, <laughs> So they I don't did. know if she picked them over. I don't know if she picked them over Stanford though, but I know she picked them like throughout. Uh, I just, it's, it's so tough because I want to, and you know I want to choose Maryland here uh, because I know at their best, they are tough to stop.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But it's the lack of consistency to me that, that, that steers me towards Stanford because they've been more consistent with their execution.
1: I feel so I'm I, going to
2: Stanford. I'm going to Stanford.
1: No, no. Yeah. No, I'm going to Stanford too. I, I think if we got Stanford. to see the first two rounds before we picked this game, so maybe next week, maybe, yeah, maybe next week we we'll, we'll change our minds, but <laughs> I just can't do it yet without seeing Maryland have that full discipline and focus on the defense end or just be bonkers offensively because that's the other option for them maryland can just say you know we'll we'll play the same defense we played all year but you're not gonna be able to stop us once katie Benson gets going once we have our shooters going if everyone's making shots for maryland they're impossible to stop impossible that's what i'm saying
2: that's what i'm saying i i I just have
1: to see we had to see it first and unfortunately we have to make our picks before the tournament so i i'm with you i get i I think your reasoning sound honestly but um we'll see and it should be mentioned that stanford did beat maryland earlier this year in the bahamas by 18 points i don't think that's a fair representation of maryland though uh, no diamond dollar no. no katie Benson. they were they were very hurt
2: and no faith masonis like no wasn't faith she though. injured too they had six players in yeah. that game awusu uh, had 30 but she also had four fouls at halftime yeah. and stayed in that game i mean i believe it was that stanford game it was one of the two games they lost down their nc state and stanford um for maryland but they had six seven players
1: yeah yeah, so, no, it's not I a mean, good It's not an
2: excuse. It's not an excuse. It's the reality of that situation was they were not on full blast,
1: and it's not predictive. So I don't know. We'll right. talk more about Maryland and Stanford. Hopefully it happens. God, but please make that happen because I'm that is a game that is circled on my calendar. Uh, let's move on to the Elite Eight in the Spokane region. Um, I got we got Stanford versus Texas. So we agree on the two teams here. Yeah, uh, Texas did straight up beat Stanford. Both teams were healthy. And that was on November 14th, take it with a grain of salt because Stanford hadn't figured out those point guard issues that I had mentioned earlier. They weren't quite as disciplined. They weren't quite as ready to run the system like they are running it now.
2: Yeah, true.
1: That being said, Texas also got much better throughout this season. They've gone. They, they had they had a young team and, and they had to gel and they had a lot, they had a few transfers, Liam had a huge game in that one. Now she's only gotten better with her team. Right. I don't know which way to go here. So you, you can pick first.
2: Oh gosh. I have to pick. <sighs> Give me some stats.
1: Give me some okay. stats. Me- <laughs> uh, let's let's look at some stats. Um, I mean, Texas, is, I, I don't know how much stats are predictive at this point. Like, cause at this point we're just going to be, we're going to be picking, splitting hairs. It's not like in the first round where these teams are really going to have
2: oh it would be a big
1: difference yeah, yeah it's like the, these you know the i you know you can point to 3 point rate of texas texas 3 point rate is super low so they're going to have to get in the paint a lot and stanford's excellent at guarding teams in the paint um it, you know if you want to let me let me look up their opponent shooting numbers here so their opponents um you know they don't score a lot from two they they're, they are third in the nation at, uh opponent 2 point percentage which you have less shooting luck involved there than you do at the 3 point line Mm -hmm. So Stanford's strength defensively is also Texas's strength offensively. So it's going to be who everyone's about. I, I think my initial reaction, my gut gut reaction is that Stanford is just a better basketball team. Yeah. But if Texas starts making shots, then you have to play with the press and how, how is the press going to affect everything? Are you running? Are you turning the ball over? Can you, can you uh, maintain your stamina that long? How in shape are you? Where's your conditioning at this point in the year? How how tough was that game against Maryland, right? Like that's the other thing. It's like how tough was this game? If this if this Maryland Stanford game goes in double every time they got to play Texas Press, I'm taking Texas. Everything being equal, I will go with Stanford. Is the is the bottom line.
2: I hear you. I hear you. And and I think I think Stanford too. I think, and I you know I was saying earlier about just the discipline. I mean they have that. Mm-hmm. I mean they told the line with expectations, integrity of the game plan, and, and application. And that's the coach's dream, number mm-hmm. one, okay? Um, but I think Tara Vanderveer, I mean, just coming off of that championship last year, after the huge gap, was it 29 years in yeah. between? Yeah, like um, but several Final Fours in between that big gap. But the fact that she has the ability to continue to mentor and and continue to mold what she wants from her team and the pieces of the team. I, you know, I'm going with Stanford there.
1: Yeah. So, but then two things though, two things we should bring up, horns up. Um, We're going to go, I mean, one is uh, Stanford fouls a ton. She has Cameron Brink. So, I mean, there's another (laughs) opportunity there to put uh, Cameron Brink (laughs) on the bench. She fouls a ton. She's an amazing. She does foul a lot. She has four fouls a game. She's an amazing. Three and and a half
2: fouls a game. Yeah.
1: Amazing basketball player. Um, as she yeah. just smiles a lot. Uh, the second thing is Stanford has struggled with their free throws, and we've seen that come uh-huh. up in this tournament before. So True. I don't know. Uh, it could it could be very well be a situation where those two things come into play, and if that does happen, then Texas can win. But we're both picking Stanford out of the Spokane region the defending champs going to the final four yet again to defend their championship. Let's go down to the Bridgeport region, NC State, Notre Dame. NC state, Notre Dame is the first, uh, elite eight matchup or some sorry, sweet 16 matchup in Bridgeport, Connecticut. Um, I'm I'm going with the Wolfpack. I don't think they lose again to, uh, Notre Dame.
2: Yeah. I'm going with NC state on that too. I just think again, you know, when you're matched up with a team that, that has beaten you, you have the advantage in that Mm -hmm. contest. So I think NC state has the advantage and I think they'll win it.
1: I, I, I agree. So, uh, you can move past Notre Dame, and um, Notre Dame's a lovely team, very fun to watch.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Moving down to the bottom of the bracket, this is where things are going to get contentious. Um, so, uh, UConn against mm-hmm. Indiana. UConn is basically home, um, which we brought up earlier, and I, I want to get your thoughts here on UConn essentially playing at home as the two seed, right? In the Bridgeport region. Here we go. So, the uh, on one hand. This may have just been how the bracket turned out. Uh, it's not the Bridgeport region is there for UConn, so they were going to Bridgeport. That being said, I do think it's it is an unfair advantage for the one seed in particular, NC State, to have to go play a two seed at home. Mm-hmm. Um, you yeah. had to do this, as we reminded people, when you had to go play in Texas as yeah. the one seed, and Texas was a two seed, and you just yeah. won. Yeah, but still. So I want to get your thoughts.
2: Ah, uh, still, you know, and sometimes it's not the the situation, it's the principle, right? Yeah. It's like you fight all season and work your butt off to get a one seed, and then you don't even get to play at home or in your region home area. And I'm not, you know, it, the NCAA is what it is, and they made the decision based on what they felt was best business-wise yeah. Um, in terms of butts and seats. But the way that things are going, I mean, they can get butts and seats in in Raleigh,
1: <laughs> I well, think. Hey, here's, right? Am here's I wrong
2: not, on that?
1: Here's another or, thing. No, of course you are, if, if you're right. We, and we picked these way before, like, you
2: know. Trying to, but yeah,
1: yeah I, I'm with you. I just think it's wrong that NC State uh, went all through this and now their reward for being a 1C will be essentially mm-hmm. playing an away game against UConn. If UConn wins this game against Indiana, let's talk about, this yeah. game. let's talk about this game with Indiana. Cause I'm going to be honest. Yeah. I think Indiana is going to win this game. You want to talk about a team that would be ready and revved up to play mm-hmm. against UConn in Connecticut. Talk mm-hmm. about those seniors at Indiana who want, who want this moment. You know, I, if they are healthy, if Mackenzie Holmes is healthy, I'm just going to assume yeah. it because I want it to be true. Yes. Indiana, we were talking about them as a one seed for most of the year. Right. Until we that injury. Yeah, I think they match up really well with UConn too. I think they have the size, they, they have the depth, they have the guard play, they have everything you want, and they're tough as nails. And I just think Indiana's going to win that game. Really just. I think,
2: yeah, I think Mackenzie Holmes' health yes. has to be close to 100% as possible. Yes. But I also know that they're hungry, as we've said earlier about Indiana. But I know. I don't know if, if coach Weller or my coach at Maryland, I don't know if she told us, I told you, I didn't even know we were a one seed. I just, we were just like, Hey, where are we playing next? What time's the game? Where are my shoes at? Um, That's where we were. I think for, for this Indiana team though, however, and any other team going to Connecticut, right. I, I think there's always going to be an extra log on the fire when it comes to the competitiveness of that game. And, and, you know, feeling slighted and feeling like, well, you know, here we are, you know, (laughs) why are we up here? (laughs) You know, and there are all those other factors that go into it. But I think for me, I think it's, it's the run it back factor that Indiana has with all five starters. I think it's Nicole Cardano, Hillary Mm -hmm. being on 10,000 with her defensive motor and offensive motor for that matter. I mean, she is such a killer when it comes to Presence of mind on the defensive end and just being crafty on that side of the court, but Allie Patberg and I, I just think Grace Berger is another player we don't talk about enough nationally and and her abilities to be consistent. I mean she's she's had three triple doubles in her career. Mm-hmm. I you know she has the ability to really be an X factor, but at the end of the day, it's going to come down to the run it back factor that that Indiana is going to this postseason with, and that's going to be the difference maker and. I think they could beat anybody.
1: I think it'd be anybody.
2: When when they have that mentality, but also have the 95 plus percent healthy Mackenzie Holmes too. Yeah. Like that, she's gotta be, she's gotta be ready to go.
1: That's our if. That's our if. But I think if that Big if minutes. is true. Big minutes. Big if
2: minutes. that
1: if is true, I think they beat you, Colin. Uh, I think they're mm-hmm. and it, it'll also depend on Paige, right? We have to we, we absolutely have to mention Paige's health. Talk about that. Because I that that's it. Because we saw Mackenzie Holmes play, um, and she looked pretty good. She was able to get uh, uh, how many how many minutes did she play in that um championship game? She played uh, she played a hefty uh, load.
2: It was a ton of minutes, but she also played you know a ton of minutes in that Maryland game, yeah. you know, so, and and throughout. I don't think she was on a uh, minutes restriction during the tournament.
1: No, she played thirty minutes against Iowa was... in the championship game. Whereas for UConn and and situation is a little bit different with uh, the Big East tournament. Mm-hmm page i think only played like eight minutes in that championship game um yeah. i i i don't know if page is fully healthy well and yeah, you know, we might be back to death star yukon i just don't think she's fully healthy and i'm not sure no. she's gonna get there and i think you know there's advantages here for for indiana and i yeah. you know and you look at McKenzie holmes versus olvia nelson adota take McKenzie mm-hmm. holmes you know, Grace Berger against, against Kristen Williams or whoever, whoever he wants, or Nicole Gardano Hillary against Kristen Williams. Yeah. Yeah, it may be a little bit of a mismatch, but ain't, ain't no one out tough. Uh, and yeah. like, uh, Nicole Cardano Hillary, I think their yeah. guards match up super well. I just see it. So maybe, maybe this is wishful thinking, but I think is damn good. I don't think this is, this is me being too overly optimistic.
2: No, I, I think it could happen for sure. And I think, you know, with a team, Like UConn, they're about four or five points better with Paige on the floor. Mm -hmm. Um, They shoot it a little bit better from the floor when she is present with them. But like you said, eight minutes in a game, like, Mm -hmm. and I know they're probably being very, very cautious with her in in terms of those minutes that she uh, had in the Big East tournament. But I also know that she was averaging nearly 22 points per game. And since her return, six points a game. Yeah. So, But the team is better with her on the floor, no question about it. But are you helping or hurting the team more by not being 100% in terms of your physical health? And I think that is a factor for both Holmes and Beckers. I mean, both of them have to be as close to 100% as possible. And I think with this big gap in between conference tournaments and Mm -hmm. the first round of the games in the NCAA tournament, I think that's a benefit for both of those players in terms of their health. So we'll see as the tournament unfolds, what that looks like, you know, after a couple of games, how are we doing? Mm -hmm. You know, and not just statistically, but how? what does your gait look like? What does your cardio look like? What does your uh, explosiveness look like? Mm-hmm. And what does your rhythm with the team look like, too? Because mm-hmm. that's all factored in as well. It's not just how high you're jumping or how fast you're running. It's also the timing on both sides. Like your defensive timing, everyone talks about it's the offensive rhythm and how you know the continuity of your offense looks. It's also on defense, too. You got to be able to communicate and rotate. And that's going to be a factor as well for both.
1: I, I agree. But we're going, we're going Indiana in part because...
2: Yeah, we can go Indiana. I'm I'm all for that.
1: All right. We're going now. We're going to the Elite Eight. The Elite Eight. Or, yeah, the Elite Eight here. Uh, NC State versus Indiana in Bridgeport, Connecticut. Man. Uh, I don't know. I don't
2: know. I gotta tie my hair back on that one, Gabe, because I got my neck, got my neck hot right. on that one.
1: So I'm I'm I pick, I picked uh Indiana because we already had three one seats. I did.
2: Okay.
1: That being okay. said, okay. I don't know. I don't know. This is That's so tough. tough this one. is a great match, match, match. This is a it great It is really, match. really
2: good. Top to bottom, right?
1: Yeah. They just met they There's such similar teams with similar stories and like they all came back and they're all talented and experienced and well-coached and, yeah, you know, they run through a great big and Oh my God. I don't, uh, I, 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 I'm all right. All right. All right. I'm going to go with NC State. I just like sitting here thinking about it now without the idea of the other one season, ignoring the rest of my bracket. Okay. I'm going with NC State because I think Kunane and Holm, like it's the same thing that I was talking about with UConn. like if you look up and down, how are you matching up? I think a lot of things cancel out. I think NC State has a better has some better depth and some more people Mm. to throw in. I think that's going to contribute to them being able to um, out use their conditioning and and use that depth to to maintain their stamina late in this Mm. game when it's going to be close. And let me check on everyone's free throw percentage, which is something that I'm always looking (laughs) at because you got to hit your free throws here in March. Uh, Yeah. yeah, I mean, Indiana is at 75%, 63rd in the nation. That's pretty good. Let's look at uh, NC State. NC State's seventy five point six percent. It's forty third in the nation. So there, there's no difference there. Um, I, yeah. I just think NC State has a, a little bit more juice. I think they're a better team. Uh, I think Kudane's just a little bit better than Holmes. I think you know at every at every little spot, right? Yeah, I mean Nicole Cardano Hillary versus Reyna Perez, like ah. just like the the mid major darlings. And the the yeah. t- my tweet my Twitter feed is gonna go crazy if that happens i just have to i have to go with uh i have to go with nc state i just think they're so good and they're so together and they have so much chemistry and i think the same can be said about indiana i just think nc states are players are like this much better this this much better
2: yeah i hear you i hear what you're saying and i know indiana can apply that defensive pressure yeah and i know they have that they want to take that next step from elite eight to go to the final four and Mm -hmm. beyond and there's something to be said for that. That's not statistical.
1: The NC State has that too. They they you know they went to they six, three straight sweet sixteens, and they didn't want that on their because They do not they don't want that. They don't want that to be their legacy. They want to get it forward.
2: <sighs> I'm going to Indiana. I know we have to make an agreement. I know we have to, but I just think I just think I just think just the the mental makeup too, and not shading NC State no. on that. And maybe I've just seen and I've seen NC state play so it's not like mm-hmm. I haven't um,
1: no it's definitely that's factoring in for me too because recency bias like I just saw NC state play right I broke I know, down a lot but, of their tape so yeah I
2: saw them in the in the tournament in particular and I, uh, several games ahead of that too a, a whole games um oh man and I, I gotta I gotta stick with Indiana
1: let's let's stick with Indiana Indiana is already in my final four. Let's do it. That's okay. fun. That is okay. more fun. Indiana is trying there. to
2: walk myself away from it. How,
1: how could we have a bracket and not have a big 10 team on there? After all of that we have talked about this conference, <laughs> we need a big, big 10 team to make it. Um, and we didn't put Maryland. That, that was such
2: non-homerism for
1: us. Uh, yeah. We didn't even put Miami. We, did. we didn't put Miami. So we're being objective. I just think that Indiana <laughs> really is, hard. Yeah. I think they're so talented. Um, they're, so
2: tough. they're really this is good. the toughest and I, I, nc state is tough too so i i believe it's gonna be very close i think it's gonna be a one possession game you know or a one point game i think it's gonna be very very tough
1: if that one happens that's gonna be probably the best matchup once one that we're gonna yes. see uh, i think those yes. team's match up the best all right let's get Maybe. to our let's get to our final four picks we don't have to spend as much time here because it's just so speculative we don't know who's gonna be here um yeah but south carolina louisville on one side uh i'm going mm-hmm. south carolina uh, no offense. South Carolina.
2: Yeah, Same, same.
1: They're, they're the best team. They're, they've been there's, the best team. They're like, yeah.
2: There's, yeah.
1: Well, we'll just have it. it.
2: It. They just have the it factor. All
1: right. Uh, on the other side, we have Stanford, Indiana. This is an awesome matchup. Again, I just think mm-hmm. Indiana's top five can match up with anyone in the country. I think they're extremely disciplined. Um, mm-hmm. All of the things we said about Stanford still apply, you know, get yeah. them to foul trouble or get them on the free throw line. Uh, and mm-hmm. Indiana has a, uh, a good advantage there. I'm still going to go Stanford, though. I just think the way they play um, basketball is beautiful and extremely difficult to guard, um, even if you have a week to prepare for it.
2: I'm going Stanford as well. Um, I just think their consistency factor, you know, again, comes through for me. I think they just play the right way um, Mm -hmm. on every play, and not that Indiana doesn't, but I think it's on every play. I think at this point of the season – when you're in the final four or the final two or whatever, it comes down to who's going to make the least amount of mistakes. Yep. Okay. And I think that's Stanford and that's why I'm going with them.
1: They played earlier this year. That was a three point game. Ooh, mm-hmm. I get to watch tape of that game. Ooh, that'd be fun. <laughs> um, and also I just saw they, they don't have a, Indiana as good as Mah- Mackenzie Holmes is. She doesn't have an answer for Cameron Brink. So if Cameron Brink can stay on the floor in that one, they're moving on. Okay. So that we have our national championship. And uh, it's this, it's a rematch of last year's final four barn burner between South Carolina and Stanford. It is yeah. wonderful. Aaron Barzal. brought this up on our uh, iron college basketball podcast that, um, you know, this is the rivalry that I think a lot of fans want to see develop more yeah. and kind of knock yes. out, you know, break Yukon's hold over the sport and, and create a new rivalry that we can ride with for the next few years. So we got South Carolina, Stanford and national championship. I'm going to be honest, straight up. I think Stanford wins this game. I think Stanford. (sighs) Because they got so close. They got so close to being South Carolina in South Carolina in a real home game. Yeah. I think they're really difficult to stop. As I've mentioned before many, many times, Mm
2: -hmm. I think
1: they're just ready for that challenge. I think they they have – I think Haley Jones is going to be very difficult for South Carolina to stop um mm-hmm. especially on a quick turnaround it's another thing here that we have to remember because you're not going to be looking ahead to the national championship when you're preparing for the final four right i, th- I think i think stanford gets them i think stanford gets them um mm. and also this is another value pick if you want to be you know super nerd about it this is a great value pick because as we all know the national champion pick counts the most out of all of the picks you're going to make and yeah the vast majority of people will be picking south carolina because they've looked like the best team in the country all year. And I think yeah. it's closer. I think it's closer than people will expect. So I would go with Stanford just as a value pick to see if you can get those points over other people in the final four, but that's oh, not what we're doing man. in this podcast. I just wanted to mention it as a, as a, as a value play, but you know, <laughs> okay. what, what's your analysis here, South Carolina, Stanford, as we sit here, you know, four weeks before this potentially happens.
2: Honestly, um, four weeks ahead. I feel you. I just think, in my mind, when you said matchup, you know, a rematch between mm-hmm. South Carolina and Stanford, you know the picture that came in my head. Yeah. Aaliyah Boston's face when she missed that put back to advance them to the championship game last year. Dude,
0: yeah. I
2: can't get that out of my mind. Number one. And number two, she's not gonna let that happen again. Um, I think she's uh, gonna it's have fair,
1: takes a fair point. <laughs>
2: She's going to have like a 50 piece or something like that. Like she's just going to be unleashed. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know, man. I just, I just think that that counts for something when you lose the year before and you have the opportunity, Mm -hmm. not only to be in that same, pretty much same position, but to be playing the same team that you lost to with basically the same players on the court Man, I'm going South Carolina.
1: All right let's go let's go to south carolina we're going to south carolina
2: i'm going to south carolina just because of that face like i can't i can't unpaint that picture in my mind
1: of and leah yeah. boston
2: coming up short man
1: and she's treated that she's treated that like all of us have treated a bad breakup in the past like she she overhauled her body got herself in more shape <laughs> she's been breathing fire all year long and she's been telling everyone that she's like cool But like deep down, we know that she's been dying, dying, chomping at the bit to play Stamford.
2: She wants to run it back, honey. She wants and all of them do, but especially her. And when you have your key cog feeling that way, it trickles down. Dawn's going to have them ready, you know, for a repeat. You know, I just can't count them out. So I can't I, I can't walk. I'm definitely not. I, other things I've been able to walk myself away from, I'm not walking myself away from that. I just think it's too—it's going to be too much mental toughness from South Carolina on that uh, on that game and the emotion of of the re, redo mm-hmm. or rematch. I think that's going to carry them over, and it will be close. It's not going to be some blowout situation. I think it'll be within ten points or less.
1: All right. Five then points or less. I, I so are we actually do have to do a final score prediction. Uh, what I have is just like generic 74 to 68.
2: Oh my God. I had 70, 69. South <laughs> Carolina. So I did one point. I gave a 10 point grace, you know, nine, yeah. 10 point grace, but I did on my bracket online this morning, actually, I said 70, 69 South Carolina over Stanford.
1: All right. I, I think, uh, I think this is good. I think it's gonna be better than my bracket was last year when I was in the 22nd percentile. <laughs> N- or no yeah 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 that's, that's what it was I was' twice seconds I't I didn't even know what i was so
2: I'm sure it was it was, it was
1: real bad last year. Uh, I think I know <laughs> I, I really worked hard to not do that this year um, oh,
2: see,
1: That being said, we'll see what happens because <laughs> there's often times where you should not listen <laughs> to me uh, picking brackets I get a little ahead of myself um okay, so we picked the entire bracket it only took us two hours and 20 minutes.
2: Oh my um, god! It took us two hours and three minutes.
1: Yeah, yeah. I actually need to get lunch. I, we got so into it that I forgot to eat. Um, yeah, same. Yeah. Let's. Uh, so I think uh, I think that's it. Uh, we'll talk about the the all American teams. Later. Yeah. I saw that. Maybe we yeah. could we could do that. At, maybe we could do that in person. Our first in-person courtside podcast.
2: I know. I can't wait. Maybe maybe That'll we can do fun. that
1: when we are in College Park. We'll be there from Thursday until Sunday, literally yes. all day. I think I think we're there all day, yeah. right?
2: Yeah. yeah, all day, all day Thursday for the practices, press conferences. I can't wait for that. Uh, just to get to hear from the coaches and the players. That's always fun.
1: I'm super excited, um, but yeah. That being said, we do need we do need to move because now I got hungry. Now that we're ending this podcast, so.
2: <laughs> no, I'm right now.
1: Christy, Christy, wrap us up, get us <laughs> out of here.
2: Yeah, let's send us out of here. Hey, we don't have to go home, but we need to get some lunch and we got to get out of here. But listen, oh my goodness, we're gonna be courtside all NCAA tournament long for you right here on Courtside with Christy and Gabe on the Her Hoop Stats Podcast Network for Gabe Ibrahim.